the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Good Monday morning to you. How are you doing? Hope it's a good start, good day for you. Pat and Cook, John Burton, Greg Vogue. Strike a Spare Family Fun Center Studio. Hope everybody had a good weekend. JB, what's up, buddy? How are you? Doing Morning, well. Greg. Doing well. Doing well. Rough weekend for a lot of people. Um, yeah, man. Thoughts and prayers yep. for everybody in Clarksville. They got hit with an EF3, Madison, Hendersonville, Gallatin, an EF2, and Storms, and uh, loss of life, and just a lot of people still out. Uh, 45,000 just in the NES area alone, 45,000 without electricity. They got 38 restored, still 7,000 down with that. But just a rough weekend for everybody. And uh, uh, we it seems like we have more of these than we used to. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, Doesn't it feel like yeah. that way over the last, say, three eh, to five years? Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, a hundred years ago, no one was chronicled how many tornadoes we had. Right. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I got a lot of friends yeah. in Clarksville, and the ones I talked to, fortunately, their homes were spared and they're okay. But the same cannot be said for the you know the numbers you just yeah. you just rattled off. So yeah, it's that's that's a tough deal, man. And like we said, thoughts and prayers. And listen, if there's anything we can do to help. You know, six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Call us. You know, we'll do whatever whatever we can. Usually, what we do is offer a diversion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that mean, doesn't mean we care any less. But you know, we continue with what we do. Talk sports, Pat. Good morning. How you doing, man? Doing, uh, doing good, guys. Weekend, I would say. Hope it was good, but like like, like we talked about, it, it was a rough one in, in many aspects. Yeah, um, had some people up in Madison, especially, you know, uh, yeah. get hit with that. And then yesterday, uh, the terrible news, passing of Frank Wycheck, 52 years old, uh, reportedly fell, hit his head. His daughters uh, found him in, he was in Chattanooga. Uh, and with his daughters, Deanna and Madison, certainly our thoughts and prayers going out uh, to the family. Uh, Frank was a good one, a good guy and a good person. And never without a smile. So tough times. Yeah, it was, it was tough to hear the news about Frankie passing away. And, you know, you think about all those productive years he had as a Pro Bowl tight end with the Tennessee Titans. And um, he was a huge part of that Jeff Fisher offense. You know, Chris Sanders, frequent guest on our show. You know, I remember him saying it a couple of years ago, talking about what it was like to be a wide receiver in that Jeff Fisher offense. He said, because... You didn't get many opportunities to make plays because the offense was Eddie George first, Eddie George second, Frank Wycheck third. And I know that, you know, the fans absolutely loved him. The Titans fans adored him. And he had a really cool broadcasting career after he played, you know, being on the morning show with with uh, with with Kevin Mark. And now, you know, of course, we we lost Mark not not that long ago. So uh, Ingy's the last man standing from that three man group that, you know, entertained sports fans here in Nashville for so many years. Well, and for me, guys, was really too young to know just how good Frank was, at least during 
during his playing days. Of course, you go back and look at the stats, you look at the highlights, you look at the uh, play we'll talk about, I'm sure, a little bit later on. But Mm -hmm. for me, it was totally on the radio, uh, on Titans, Titans games. Coach Mack had some big shoes to fill when uh, Mm -hmm. Frank ended up moving on. And uh, Coach Mack has done a great job. But for me as a kid, listening to Frank, uh, met him a few times, just an amazing guy. Uh, wasn't afraid to talk to you. Just a little old kid <laughs> looking to learn something about football was super nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, my childhood was the wake up zone with him, Kevin and, and Mark and Frank. And to think two of those guys aren't here anymore, yeah. it, it makes you sad, quite frankly. And but uh, always had a lot of respect for Frank and always loved hearing him talk the game of football and was just a great personality as well i think the fans just love the way he played you know he's a hard-nosed guy you know did whatever fisher asked him to do if you you know he if he had to stay in and block he would stay in and block um you know was a matchup nightmare um for a lot of you know linebackers and safeties and always found a way to get open always found a way to make uh, big plays down the football f- a field a very very reliable target for steve mcnair all those years uh jeff fisher at nine twenty-five this morning it will be his first public comments uh, on the passing of Frank Wycheck. Uh Met Frank in 1996, uh, the first year I'd covered them. They were still in Houston. He had come over from the Redskins in 95 off waivers, as a matter of fact, six-round draft pick out of Maryland in 93. He was actually a running back um, in, in college. And Frank, uh, Al Del Greco, Eddie, and, and Steve, but certainly, Frank, if you do the Mount Rushmore of that move here, of all the people that immerse themselves in the community, uh, it was Frank and 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 Steve, not so much because his personality, Eddie, not so much because his personality. They were always available, but it was Frank and it was Al who were way out there in front of everybody. Chris was as well, but Frank had more uh, to do with the face of the franchise during that time, along with Fisher of the move, and I uh, uh, got to know his then wife Sharon really well just a sweetheart of a lady and um of course we all know the the CTE it's pretty evident what he had to go to he had gotten in some dark places a few times I talked to him uh, in August I texted him and uh, and called him and we talked for a while he seemed to be in a good space but all the things he had went through with uh, really just the uh, he was um, about as bad as CTE can get the family uh, in 2008 Frank uh, donate uh, pledged his brain for CTE research that was 15 years ago he was on the front line of one of the first players in the NFL to realize there were issues with it and he at that moment 15 years ago said upon my passing I'm going to donate my brain because there's only way you can only diagnose it until the person has passed if where we are with science. But, uh, um, yeah, I feel for his daughters. He's got three grandkids, and I know some people are really taking a very hard. Zach Pillar, uh, particularly, they had been in touch a lot here the last couple months, and uh, uh, just um, just tough times. Good guy, and and never I never saw him without a smile and, and got to know him and Michael Roan, his buddy, tight end at the time, had a season-ending injury at Buffalo the first game after the Music City Miracle that year, and they just immersed themselves in the community. And, and a lot like the Predators were doing at that time as well, they were immersing themselves into the new community because all of a sudden, hey, you wake up one morning, we're moving to Nashville. And I got more questions from Frank and Al and all those guys about Nashville than I was asking them about what they were doing. So anyway, sad news. Uh, Frank was a good guy. 
always treated people with respect, with a smile. And it was tough news yesterday for a lot, a lot of people that have, have known him for, you know, and, and I, you see all of the different things that are coming out uh, uh, about it. But uh, anyway, you know, when he, when he, uh, his career ended, he had over 500 catches. He mm-hmm. was the fourth, fourth or fifth. I want to say fourth. At that time, he was fourth all time in tight ends receptions. Had over five thousand yards, five hundred and five catches. I believe it was fourth all time at that moment. And he, had, him, and Sharp were right there in the same. But uh, yeah, tough loss. You talk about you know the CTE and everything like that. It was such a different game when Frank played. You know, and we didn't know then what we know now about concussions and head injuries and concussion protocol and that kind of thing. So. I mean, kudos, I guess kudos to the league for stepping that up, but they were kind of forced to in many ways because they, you know, they either denied it or swept it under the rug for so long. But, you know, I think about guys like Frankie. I think about guys like Junior Seau and Dave Dewerson who were very big-time accomplished players and, you know, the head trauma, the CTE and all that kind of stuff that that really, really altered their lives after football. It's so unfortunate, man. And, uh, you know, just 52 years old, so... Um, you know, like I said, I didn't, I wasn't here when he was playing, but, uh, you know, living in Pittsburgh, I'd see him every year or a couple times a year, either in Pittsburgh or I travel here to, to cover the Steelers or whatever. So he was just a productive guy and he seemed like the type of guy that, you know, like you said, a good guy. And, you know, I can understand why he was so popular with the fans and, you know, he started the most famous play in Titans history. Well, Lorenzo Neal started it. <laughs> Lorenzo Neal will tell you that. He knew Frank was getting the ball, but and then Fisher's like, "Well, I don't know about that." But anyway, I mean, yeah, it was just, it wasn't Lorenzo yeah. just happened to get yeah, it and hand yeah. it back, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Lorenzo will tell you that uh, Low Neal will tell you that you know um, he knew the ball was coming to him. But anyway, um, just a just a sad sad day. Only fifty two years old. I mean, that's that's way too young to uh, to leave this earth. Titans tonight. I know we got to talk sports after all of that. We've mm-hmm. just been doom and gloom for about 10 minutes there. Uh, anyway, Jeff Fisher will join us at 925. Teresa Walker, 1025. Of course, she had a lot of dealings with Frank as well. So mm-hmm. we'll talk uh, with her uh, as well. Preds with a good win last night. They got smacked Saturday night, four to nothing. Yeah. But uh, came back. Colton Sissons with a couple goals last night, two to one win in Montreal. Soros, 36 saves. Uh, he's. You know, that slow start's behind him now. He's playing really, really well right now. Lankinen got the start Saturday. He got the start last night. So far, he's 12-10-0 and 10 and 0 with a 2.83 goals against and a .908 save percentage. You'll take those all year long. Absolutely. Yep. Take those numbers From your number one goaltender? Yep, 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 absolutely. And like I said, you know, it didn't happen Saturday night, but the way that this team on a fairly regular basis can generate offense – you know, you get a goaltending like that, and boom, you know, you never know where this could take you. It's so, good. It's, good. Yeah. It's, it's just good to see Sissons. Sissons is having a really good year. And, you know, I have to remind myself how long he's been here because we talked about this before. Doesn't it feel like he just got here a few years ago? He's been here, what, 10 years? Yeah. I mean, it, it, <laughs> right? he's probably, I, I, I look at Is he the numbers. most tenured? Yeah, I think so. He got here before Yossi did, did or, right? Or, well, Forsberg was here. Right in that range, yeah, too. Yeah, and I want to say Yossi was too, but it's it all you know. At our age, the the years just scramble together. Well, but, speak uh, for yourself. Oh, sorry, excuse I, me. I, mine are fried, not scrambled. Okay, okay. Your years are poached. Yeah. Mine are scrambled. 
so yeah, so they got the Flyers in town tomorrow night, mm-hmm. and uh, heading into a stretch, they got the Flyers, and then they go to Carolina Friday. Uh, they're back here, here Saturday night against the Capitals. So busy, busy time. December, really busy. They they really compress it because they take, what, about a five-day Christmas break? Four yeah. Days, four-day Christmas and break? Do, do they still get bye weeks to uh, to teams now? Don't NHL teams, don't they I get think, bye weeks? I think they only or, did. Or was that just a, for I think a, that was a pandemic. A pandemic thing. thing. Yeah, I don't okay. think there are those bye weeks. Yeah, but anymore. you know what I'm talking about, yeah. though, right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, college basketball over the weekend, good win. Uh, for the Vols over Illinois. Illinois is really good, by the way, and uh, that's a good win. That uh, They keep going through that gauntlet. Uh, connect. That was their first uh, win over a ranked team, right? Yeah, but they, yeah. that's all they've been playing. I know, exactly. Uh, but, no, that's a good win yep. uh, for uh, for them. Uh, 86-79 and uh, had five players in double figures. Dalton Connect, uh, well, he was fine. 21 points, 13 in the second half. Uh, Adu with 14, James with 12, Vescovy 12, Ziegler 11. And it just seems like they're all getting healthy at about the same time, right? Yeah. Yeah. So having Ziegler back and playing as quickly as, as he's recovered from his injury from last year, that's such a key for this team, right? Because, you know, if you want to make a deep run in, in March, you know this as well as anybody, you being a basketball guy, you need guard play. So, you know, that was what was lacking last year, even though they made it to the Sweet 16. Not having Ziegler probably in that uh, in that Florida Atlantic game probably event you know eventually cost him because you you don't have that guy to kind of okay we're up by eight they make a run they cut it to two who's that guy that's going to calm things down in the half court and you know all right let's run our offense let's get a good look you know Ziegler's that guy and they didn't have that last year so what's going on in the NBA get me caught up where are we today tonight are we in the in season in, in Lakers the are in season tournament champions oh. they blew out the Pacers Saturday night LeBron MVP <laughs> Yeah yeah buddy <laughs> Added to his resume. Oh, yep. my God. The MVP just, just, of the in-season just, tournament. Just adding to my argument. Lord have mercy. No, it's not even an argument. I don't even <laughs> want to argue with anybody about it. Uh, AD, mercy. what, he had 40, 41 yep. in, the, in the final. So. so the best player on the floor was Anthony Davis. Well, not according to the voters. Uh-huh. LeBron yeah. was the MVP. Yeah. All mindless sheep. That's right. That's right. Yeah, Go ahead. Go ahead. Where, your, where your tin hat, conspiracy guy? <laughs> I don't care. I mean. One of the greatest of all time, no doubt. NBA sent me a val- ballot. I sent mine right in. LeBron James is the MVP. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even know if he played, right? Well, he, was, yeah. he, missed three he doesn't games. have to play. Yeah. He's the MVP <laughs> just because he's alive. No, but you know what? Uh, we, we talked about this, Patton, on the podcast over the weekend. You know, I really loved hearing the veterans saying, you know what? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try to win this thing for the guys that you know on at the end of the roster. Who aren't making as much money because obviously each member of the winning team gets five hundred grand. So you know that I heard Julius Randle say that LeBron said that I think uh, Dame Lillard said that. You know it's like yeah we're gonna try to win this thing for for those guys because they give us good looks in practice. You know they're they're you know I mean somehow they have to live on eight hundred thousand dollars a year. I guess they don't eat out as much, mm-hmm. but you know if you're if you're quote unquote only making eight hundred grand a year and you get you know five hundred grand is pretty significant. So who won it? The Los Angeles Lakers. And so what are they? What does that mean? 
That means that the in, the in season tournament is over, and we go oh, back really? to the regular season. Oh, wow. We'll see a Christmas Day for a how did I for a full that, slate the, of NBA the, games. All right, you that? know you and your condescending attitude. You know it's not it, about LeBron; it's about the in season tournament. It's I know, not the, I get know. over the LeBron thing. No, okay? I, I know. Uh, I mean, not everybody you know pushes back or whatever you feel. If you think he's the greatest, cool. I no, no, care. no. I, I was uh, I wasn't talking about that. But you were just kind of yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're pooping on the in season tournament. Damn straight, I am. Who gives a crap? Nobody. I don't. Nobody. It's a it's a gimmick, and and what? Just to grab a few extra eyeballs in, just, in early December. It's just a way, you know, for Silver We're to keep here. his league. We're here. It's just a way for Silver to keep his league relevant because we're knee deep into football right now and. You know, usually the early part of the NBA season gets buried due to football. It's and, already the second most relevant sport in our country. And most, okay? and most people yeah. will tell you that, you know, for them, opening day isn't until Christmas Day. So, But good. the NFL has been moving in on that because we got NFL games on Christmas well, Day. Well, I, I put me in the rat's ass category on the in-season basketball tournament. Well, and it's, okay? it's no mystery when they played that, that game. It was no college football and yep. then Har- yeah. Army and Navy. Yep. You didn't have NFL. Right. Saturday night. It's, it's the <laughs> so they put lipstick on a pig. Is it's what about they the only did. Saturday yeah. you got if yeah. you're the NBA. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I I do like the. I just saw they had like six games on New Year's. Excuse me, Christmas Day. I like that. Yeah. I mean, it's okay to be number two. It's okay. <laughs> you're never going to catch up with the NFL. No. Ever. I mean, you know, uh, there's there's a lot of truth in what you're saying, Greg. Even though you're being kind of a blank. No, I you don't. Know? The in-season <laughs> tournament is a joke. Okay, it's not a joke. Well, it's just, it is it's to not, me. but it's not relevant. I'm not going to go so far as to call it a not joke. Not a joke. It's irrelevant. There you go. Yeah, no one gives a butt except you and Pat right. in this room. Only because LeBron won. Right. <laughs> So if the Lakers had, weren't had the playing, La- and the Lakers played, you know, the Sacramento Kings, I'd be saying the same thing. This is a joke. This is irrelevant. Who cares? Yeah. You know. Well, at least you're consistent. That's right. And, and being flimsy. With... <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. Hey, coming up, uh, the passing of Frank Wycheck. We'll talk to his former coach, Jeff Fisher. Attention high school sports fans. Are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Tennessee needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. Michael Fabiano here, and if you want even more excitement on game day, it's time to get on prize picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. 
If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Watch your entry update in real time and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. And right now, when you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime, prizepicks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy, must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for details. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. This yeah. just it. The Titans are trading Kevin Byard to the Eagles. The yeah, Eagles are going to send the Titans a fifth and sixth round pick and safety Terrell Edmonds. Well, they're giving up on that contract. There were also a lot of Titans fans upset about some of the comments he made, which I thought was insane. Big kaboom here on this Monday. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, putting the fun in dysfunctional. Strikers Bear Family Fun Center Studio, that's where we're being right now. Hey, by the way, uh, commitments. Bill King this Friday, bar lines 6 until 11. We're off Friday. I'm busy Friday. Oh, really? I'm going to be a grandfather Friday. Or Thursday, or Wednesday, or Tuesday, or today, not Saturday. It's coming Friday, one way or the other. Okay. <laughs> and and, and uh, giving me advice because he's got five of them mm-hmm. and one on the way. Uh, former Titans coach Jeff Fisher. Jeff, good morning. How you doing? Morning, man? coach. I'm doing good, guys. How you doing? Doing well. So doing well. Just kind of plan, folks. You're just planning this stuff out. It's like just drop dead. Here's going to have it. And- this time it's like kickoff is at noon yeah no they, they don't they're not consulting me on this one okay? Uh, no, okay no 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 uh it's coming friday one way or the other i've been told um now you re- yeah. now hold on now yeah. you referred to it as it is that because we are not clear as to it's until i hold that thing it's an it <laughs> oh, okay. So, boy, grandson or granddaughter? Granddaughter, Alice Rose. Oh, Alice Rose. Oh, my goodness. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be one spoiled granddaughter. I, I don't know if I can walk. I'll be wobbly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you will. Uh, Jeff, Frank's passing. Frank Wycheck, 52, way too early. And just uh, you guys picked him up uh, in 95 from the Redskins. And obviously, him and Eddie and Frank and Al Del Greco and everybody, you, uh, the face of that move and how much he immersed himself in the community. He was more than just a football player for the Oilers slash Titans. Well, he was. You know, when you talk about, first off, 95, you know, that was my first full year. You know, I'd taken over as interim 94. 
we have the you know the the draft and we draft Steve and we're we're um, we're at Marysville College practicing against the Redskins. North Turner uh, was the head coach at the time, and he you know obviously we had crossed paths several times before that. My receiver coach when I walked on the you know on campus at USC, but. We start talking about each other's rosters over the first couple of days of practice going, look, I, you know, if you got some guys or I got some guys you like or whatever, you know, let's talk, you know, once camp is over. And so we had just converted from a run and shoot offense that, you know, in, in Houston to a more conventional, we didn't have any tight ends. And so I was talking about a tight end and he mentioned, he brought one up in particular that he didn't think was going to make his team just because he was a little undersized. He was more of an athletic move type and, fit our mold or our need you know perfectly so we got through camp things happen and that's how we got frank and then um yeah rest is history he 95 96 he went through endured everything um you know the the kids in the divorce you know the the whole houston nashville thing and and uh then you know as as time passed uh you know i think as jim wyatt alluded to when we got off the bus he got off the bus running but yeah 97 we got here this was this was his baby you know he was gonna he wanted to make things right and and he did his whole career he was um, i was um, i had a couple phone calls in texas day and age uh one from peyton manning uh yesterday and another from chris long uh, you know guys i've stayed in touch with and chris never knew frank uh peyton did uh, peyton thought the world of uh frank and and vice versa but Offering their condolences, but it's just amazing, uh, you know, and and how unfortunate it is that somebody like Frank would leave us way too early. And Coach, kind of piggybacking on what you were talking about, he seemed to take a lot of pride in being a fan favorite, you know, here with the Titans. He seemed to really enjoy that. Oh, he did. He he loved people. I mean, you know, the, the entire team during that transition, and if you didn't like going out and meeting people and shaking hands and doing those things, then there was something wrong with you because we needed everybody to do it. But, you know, Frank kind of carried that torch. Um, it was all about getting out and doing things. And, I mean, it was. I mean, he had, you know, the. I, I'm not saying had he not done that, he wouldn't have had the career that he did. But it certainly was, it certainly, you know, when we woke up in the morning, he looked forward to going to work uh, because he the things he was doing on the field, things he was doing off the field, um, you know, the, you know, just, the, he just became a real popular player as I was kind of sharing with Chris Long last night, you know, Chris didn't, Chris knew of him and kind of came into the, into the NFL after, after Frank, but he said, what kind of guy was he? I go, well, best way to describe him. And he's just one great teammate, you know? And I mean, I think that's the ultimate compliment. It was just, if you're a great teammate. I mean, Frank was a cool, very, he, believe it or not, he was a quiet competitor on the field and he hates and like most great players and people that play that long hated to make a mistake. And he just, he worked over and over and over. Um, he wouldn't back down from anything, but he just did his job and he did his job right. And, you know, he, he understood the details of his job. For example, you know, he knew how to catch this errant freaking ugly pass from Lorenzo Neal. He was, it was a lateral. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It was I don't a lateral. Know what it was. All right. It was, no, no, you know, he turned around play. and just Which, handed him and said, Frankie, you take it. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, that's because we didn't practice that kick. You know, we talked about that all the time. We never yeah. practiced We practiced everything we possibly could, but for some reason, no, I never, never thought that a little bloop kick 
to, you know, uh, a, a, a short squatty fullback <laughs> was going to be the quit, the kick that we got. And it was, and you know, the rest was history, but Frank knew what he was doing. And, um, you know, Frank loved to golf, loved to travel and, you know, he just, you know, and then, you know, obviously he had a, he had a great career. Uh, it was short, but the broadcasting thing, uh, was, was, I, I know a great experience for him. From a football perspective, coach, why was he such a good fit for your offense? I know you were very, run oriented with Eddie, you know, Chris Sanders always jokes and says as a receiver in your offense, it was Eddie first, Eddie second, Frank third. And then, you know, the wide receivers make a play when you can. Why was he such a good fit for your offense back then? Well, um, when I, you know, when I took, when I took the job over in Houston, excuse me, um, that was a run to shoot offense. And just for the listeners, that means there's four wide receivers in a, and a running back on the field. There are no tight ends. And so when I got there under, you know, Coach Pardee and Kevin Gilby, we didn't have any tight ends on the roster. Hmm. So you go from, you know, 94 to 95 um, without any tight ends on your roster, or we may have had a practice, you know, kind of thing. We just had to practice with them, but we didn't have – there were no tight ends. There were no place for them in the offense. So, you know, what – what you know, and I had – what I wanted to do back then, not today to everybody, but – uh, I was really intrigued with the Washington Redskin offense and the stuff that Joe Gibbs did. We brought I brought Jerry Roman here, who was part of that, and and that utilized tight ends. It utilized H backs and movement, and so the he, Frank was uh, Frank could play on the line of scrimmage. He could play fullback. He was just a versatile player in the back. You could even hand the ball off to him if we wanted. But so that's why he was so valuable and and. Again, we our philosophy was, you know, let's take the players that we have on our roster and and let's take advantage of their strengths and let's build this offense around what we have, not trying to, you know, plug players into an offense that don't fit. So that's what we did. It was a it was a kind of a interesting, perfect timing thing for Frank. You know, in the numbers, five hundred and five catches, fifty two hundred yards, the twenty eight touchdowns. I think when he retired, that was fourth all time in receivers, uh, excuse me, tight ends receiving overall. Uh, I don't think, you know, if he had played in a Pittsburgh or a New York or a Dallas, he's probably borderline Hall of Fame in a lot of minds. Well, yeah, Greg, you know, you, you plug him in today. I mean, he, he's getting a lot more attention than he did, you know, when he was there with us. I mean, he was that kind of, he's that kind of athlete. I mean, when you talk about those numbers and so on and so forth, and, and you know, we didn't get a whole lot of attention league-wide. Um, you know, we we're kind of under the radar, and, oh, who's this guy and who's that guy? And, you know, Frank's winning games for us, you know, in addition to all the other things he did for us offensively and special teams in a pinch. But, yeah, those numbers were great numbers. So it's not, you know, I mean, and I think that you find that as we, as we move through time and, you know, and, and the years get longer and more and more players are, are putting numbers up. It really, it's interesting to see, you know, and imagine how they relate and how they compare to, you know, those in the past and the guys that are getting it done right now. Frank is right there. I mean, he's a special player. Well, the other thing about Frank is he was just, he just never missed any time. Now he would, he, you know, he would, there were a few times when he wobbled off the sideline. But uh, beyond that, he was a he was a well conditioned. He took good care of himself, so he proved that golfing in the off season uh, will keep you in shape. <laughs> <laughs>
you know, and, and certainly I know the family, the CTE issue is, is everything, and it's a league-wide thing. It's a, it's a sports thing. It's not an NFL thing. You see it in NHL. Yeah. You see it in all oh, kinds you, of sports. You, you see yeah. it now in professional wrestling. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, you know, across the board. And, and, and so uh, just what he had to go through, I know we saw the – and could hear it. He he had a great run with Kevin Ingram and Mark, the late Mark Howard on 104.5, that morning show, him and Mike Keith. Uh, the long run uh, as the, you know, the the radio crew for the Titans and, and everything, but you know we just you just knew it wasn't he wasn't right uh, down the stretch and just we felt bad for him and the family because of it. Well, it is. I mean, it's a difficult thing to wrap your arms around uh, brain injury. I think for the most part, um, still remains a mystery, and um, you know the league and everybody's doing everything they possibly can. Uh, to protect players, uh, you know, to, you know, to not to return to put the players from a return to play standpoint too soon and all those things. And yeah, I mean, Frank did have a few. And, uh, and I say a few, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, some, some may have been diagnosed, some may not have. I mean, that's just that world. I mean, I certainly believe that things have, um, certainly improved and come a long way since, you know, since those, you know, since the, you know, the 2000s, the late 90s and the early 2000s. But, you know, that's, uh, you know, it was. I mean, I, I remember getting together with him, you know, as you said, you know, towards the end and of the, of the broadcasting career. And, um, you know, there was, there might have been a little pause, uh, a little bit of hesitation, uh, might have required a little extra effort to gather his thoughts. And, um, so, you know, that, that, that true, that also is unfortunate. Uh, but I you know I, I don't, I'm not here to diagnose anything, um, you know, and, 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 you know, get in the weeds as far as that's concerned. But I think it was a contributing factor. Now, was it a contributing factor, um, uh, to us losing him this weekend, I have no idea. I'm not a doctor. I just know that I'm going to miss him. Coach Jeff Fisher joins us. Uh, Coach, uh, any thoughts on tonight's game? Obviously, uh, Titans got some guys banged up. They're going down to Miami to play a really, really good Dolphins team. If they win, they'll take over the number one seed in the AFC. What would be your path to victory tonight as the Titans are about a two-touchdown underdog? Well, I would... Um, onside kick, fake punt. Um, yeah, yeah, hand the ball off and, um, you know, pressure them. I don't know. I, you know what? Mike's going to, they got an extra day, you know? I mean, come on. Mike's got an extra day. They're going to, they, I'm sure they did some good things this week. Uh, it's going to be a tough challenge, but, you know, the ball can bounce around. You saw that thing last night with Dallas and, and Philly. Nobody yeah. thought that was going to happen. Ball bounces, you know. Sometimes things happen, so they're gonna need they're gonna need some breaks. But you know, I'm gonna right now. They're they're tied, so let's see where it goes. Mm. I got to ask you about the Nashville Cats. Certainly, uh, in five and a half months, April 27th, the opener at Municipal Auditorium. How far along are we with the Cats? Well, things are coming together. There's gonna be some announcements over the next couple weeks. Uh, One, you know, head coach. Two, ticket sales and. Uh, you know, just, uh, yeah, it's going to be, uh, it's going to go fast, but, uh, I think there'll be some, some, uh, I think we can get some stuff out there in time to maybe we might have some stocking stuffers around Christmas for the old fans. Yeah. I understand the ticket sales are going on sale really quickly. Uh, that's what I'm told anyway. So. Yeah. Well, you would know. 
The two of you would know. <laughs> uh, yeah, season tickets. Uh, don't tell anybody, but they're going to come on sale later this week. Uh, nobody's yeah, listening. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't hear you say that. It'll be our, it'll be our little secret. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is. That's, uh, that's a press release coming out in a couple of days yeah. to announce that. Yeah. Hey, Jeff, thanks for sharing your thoughts on Frankie. We all thought hey, the world of I appreciate the it. opportunity, yeah. guys. Uh, it's too difficult losing a, you know, losing a family member, and he certainly was a, a huge part of the t- early titans family yep thank you jeff appreciate you, you coach yep. okay guys See yeah i just um I, I talked to jeff yesterday he was pretty torn up about mm-hmm. it and you know because mm-hmm. obviously it's like a child right i mean that yeah. that group went you know you just called it the the that group uh they were the kids in the houston divorce right, <laughs> right. you know yeah, so, yeah that's right <laughs> so, the I, custody battle yeah. and all that and uh again just want to you know i just admire the fact that you know, he was so beloved as a player and then went on to be so beloved as a broadcaster doing the games with Mike Keith and, you know, being on that, being on the wake up zone with, uh, with, with Kevin Mark for all those years. And so, um, yeah, it's just, it's just sad to see him go at 52 years old. Hey, we're wide open to the top of the hour. You want to call us? Here's how 615-844-5600. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville double stack or the world famous bar lines grinder oh you've never heard of the bar lines grinder two kinds of cheese lettuce dijon smoked turkey smoked bacon smoked ham now that's some smoke you want local brews and local spirits are on tap at bar lines take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of music city bar lines at the omni nashville hotel fifth avenue downtown Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800 That's 800
Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Ping G430 drivers, which combine the ultimate combination of distance and forgiveness. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series laser rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in-store or online at WorldwideGolf.com. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. If you love stream of consciousness lost in a tangent, where are my glasses? Oh, they're on my head radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton show is for you. All right, 615-844-5600. Give us a call. Get right to the phones. Tony in Nolansville. Tony, good morning. Tony. Good morning, guys. Good morning, John. Good morning, Tony. Guys, I had to go pull out my number 89 white check jersey and wear it today. Yeah. Yeah. Sad day. um, Sad sad day for Titan Station. I told my wife, I said, I got to go get it out of the closet. I had it hung up. That's what I got. That's what I'm wearing today. So good memories. Uh, I met Frank two or three times, but the first time I met Frank was at a Preds game. And I went down and talked to him, introduced my daughter to him and up. I said, Frank, you know, we've got something in common. He said, what's that? I said, well, we're both tight ends. And I was in high school. I said, we're both tight ends. I said, we both are married. We both got a wife named Sharon. He said, God bless both of us. <laughs> <laughs> that was back then. And it, he was always, uh, Jeff said it best, love people would never shy away from you. I I've, Greg, remember the Sports Fest? John, were you here when Sports Fest went on? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah I think I, I think it happened right when I got here. Yeah, and, you know, talked to him over there, and it was, it was always just good stuff. So he was always a good people person and uh, was always fun on the airways, too. Uh, went down to see the granddaughter and daughter this weekend, family down in Alabama, and Greg, I had to do it. I pulled the two stop at Bucky's. Attaboy. One's going down and one's coming back. John, I started to bring you back one of those three meat sandwiches. I was going to say, man. Oh, man. I, I got the one with the cheddar cheese and the bacon. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, oh I bet that was. Yeah, that sounds good. I brought four sandwiches back, guys. <laughs> 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 my wife and I had one last night. We'll probably have the other one. I've Hell, I spent like $50 on jerky back. alone. I mean, jerky's like $29 a pound. I go, yeah, give me a, give me a, yeah. Stuff. yeah. Uh, John, will y'all be sending anybody up to Clarksville? And let's, and uh, also, I'm glad y'all touched on it. Prayers for everybody in Clarksville, Madison, and yeah. all people that were affected by these terrible storms and yeah, we've had we've had crews on location all weekend, and we'll probably continue to do so for the next few days while they figure out, you know, 
what to do about all the damage, etc. Over to maybe cover the press conference on the awesome bees new football coach Jeff Ferris coming in. Yeah, who did they hire? I hadn't seen that. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff Ferris, Ferris, UCLA assistant, from, coached the tight ends at UCLA. Okay. Yeah. Right. He actually is from Knoxville, uh, Knoxville Farragut's where he played. He played his college ball at Duke, and that's where he and Gerald uh, Harris, Harris become friends. He was over there and played at Duke, a reserve role, be back, I think he was, and then went into graduate assistant under Cutcliffe. And, uh, I think it's going to be energetic. It's going to be fun. To, uh, he's coming back, so that's who they ended up getting. I had told Darren and Justin I had anticipated Jeff Fisher, so I got half of it right anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to answer your so, question, Tony, yes, we'll 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 uh, we're on it. Great if y'all could, but uh, uh, a little somber Monday. But uh, everybody just keep praying and everything will turn out all right. Let's all do what we can to help those that need our help today. All right, thank, thank you, Tony. You Thanks, Tony. Appreciate it. Yeah, um, noon today, press conference. Uh, Jeff Ferris, uh, the new uh, Austin P coach. I had missed that. Glad Tony caught me up. Yeah, right. There's a lot that happened over the weekend, mm-hmm. man. You know, but it just got you know pushed aside, and obviously, you know, appropriately so mm-hmm. with the tornado and the damage and all that. Yeah, last two years, tight ends coach uh, at UCLA. Uh, he was the co-offense coordinator at Duke in 21. 2018-20, uh, Duke assistant tight ends, and then he did the receiver. So he was at Duke from 2014 through 2021. So uh, what's that, eight years? So all right. uh, let's do this. Let's take a break, and then, Eric, you'll be first right out of it. Golfers, swing into Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the hottest new fall arrivals from TaylorMade, Callaway, and Titleist. Come by and test drive the new TaylorMade P790 irons, the new Callaway Apex Pro iron sets, and the new Titleist T-Series irons. While you're there, get a free custom fitting on the new arrivals and more. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is your headquarters for all the latest golf gear from all the top manufacturers. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in-store or online at edwinwattsgolf.com. Princess Hot Chicken, the Tango Malls, as everybody talking about it, including the head basketball coach at TSU, Brian Penny Collins. I went to Wise Creek High School. Before every game, we went to Princess Chicken on Dickerson Road. Every single game. And it's the best. It's a staple in Nashville. And it just takes me all the way back. Princess Chicken's from tenders to whole wings. They got baked beans, collard greens, and delicious desserts. It's all at Princess Hot Chicken. Heat and flavor. Princess is the original home of hot chicken worldwide. Check us out at the downtown location right across from Bridgestone Arena in the Fool Assembly Hall, South Nashville location on Nolesville Road, and the new Tango Outlet Mall in Antioch. Interested in working in a great environment with great hourly wages? Please submit a resume to Princess Hot Chicken, AFH at gmail.com, or fill out an application on the Princess Hot Chicken website. That's princesshotchicken.com, and then click on Join Our Team, princesshotchicken.com. Princess Hot Chicken, proud sponsor of WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, And anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. 
So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com slash win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. The Jim Rome Show. There are still things that are triple U, including people who take pictures and then crop them and use them as their biopics. There's got to be another picture of you. You cannot take a picture with somebody else and then X that person out of the picture. Crop them out and leave yourself in and then have it all off-centered. Or maybe have somebody's claw still on your shoulder or part of their ear still in the picture. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays from 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. It's pretty okay. Let's get right back to the phone, shall we? Absolutely, let's do Pat, it. what do you think? Hit it, PC. Here now, it's time for the NFL Roundup with our guy, Eric. Well, that music can only mean one thing. It is time to go around. What's up, Eric? Oh, I need a towel. I need a towel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what you need. Yeah, we're going to wipe that I, off I, the I side need, of your I need, face. I need yeah, to wipe yeah. off here. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm going to get to about Frank last, but a couple of uh, other quick things. First of all, Kansas City, Patrick Holmes, and Reed Crimea River. Now you know what Titans fans are going through with the officiating about calls being missed and Calls get made against us, so and I believe both of them are probably going to get fined for their statements after today's game. <laughs> I've never seen Mahomes lose it like that, man. I think oh, it's, yeah, it's just yeah. been a frustrating season for him and and yeah. and that offense all year. And the first off, the guys lined up offside. He was lined up offside. Okay. It was the correct call. Well, yeah. I mean, what is it? It's they've in, point of emphasis this year. Yeah. yeah. And number one, number two, it's like the phantom tag at second base. That yeah. ain't playing yeah. no more. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. I heard yeah. on the Sunday night telecast last night, um, their rules expert came on and said it's been a point of emphasis yeah. this year. This that was the eleventh yeah, call for yep. offensive offsides. There was only I think two last year and maybe three the year before. I might have that mixed up, but. You know, it's a yeah. point of emphasis. Now, what I heard real quick, Eric, is that uh, the spotter for the CBS broadcast, he mm-hmm. tweeted that he saw Kadarius Tony, you know, look at the side judge to see if he's lined up correctly. Now, what we yeah. don't know is if the side judge acknowledged that or not. Now, mm-hmm. we saw something similar to that last year in the Sunday night game between the Giants and the, and the uh, Washington team. Um, yeah. But... You know, by letter of law, he was he was clearly off sides. I mean, yeah, what yeah. what you know, what a time to have a well, have that call come a up. A lot of those times you see and the receivers. And Kadarius Tony's a knucklehead yeah. anyway. You see the receivers yeah, yeah. point to the referee. Yeah. It's not with a lined up that I'm on the line exactly. or I'm off the line. Right. Am I off the line enough? Because you could only have so many players on the line of script. Right. right. And Reed was talking about, yeah. you know, yeah. you're supposed to get a warning and this and that, but you know, it's yeah. he was he was yeah, off yeah. sides. 
It's yeah, a great play, yeah, though. I know John because he used to play for your Giants. So. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't feel any sympathy for that. Oh, you uh, think that's why I called him a knucklehead? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, just as the fact as that as once after he left the team, he was like talking smack to Giants fans. Like, I'm yeah, so glad yeah. I'm out of there, and look at me, I yeah. won a championship. Yeah. You know, which is all good, but you know, it, since yeah. then he's been a colossal blank. Yeah, yeah. As, as far as last night's game goes, I wasn't surprised that Dallas won. That I, I did not expect a blowout, but uh, and again, uh, Philadelphia was at a disadvantage facing another team that had ten days rest, and their defense is a major concern. As well as I couldn't believe it. It was the first time the Eagles had not scored an offensive touchdown since 2017, six years. I mean, man. But they, they put it to them. Hey, listen, you know, the Cowboys are a legitimate, legitimate Super Bowl contender. Yeah, now, yeah. can they go into San Fran in an NFC Championship game win and win? Yeah. I do not believe so. But they are a legit Super Bowl threat. And Dak Prescott right now, he's what well, I just saw on, uh, on Undisputed. He's now the uh, favorite for MVP at plus 150. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and also say this about the uh, the Cowboys guys. Uh, they Eagles could still win the division. Their schedule is brutal going forward, playing at Buffalo, who's desperate for playoff win. I mean, to get to the playoffs at Miami and Detroit. So we'll see what happens, guys. As far as uh, one quick thing about tonight's game, I think the Titans, the Dolphins, will probably score the over and under by themselves. But real quick on my t- talks about Frank, guys. Uh, very personal, nice guy. I met him several different times. When uh, Titans were playing at Vanderbilt, he would go to Ramos at Rio Bravo. He went that downtown to Music City Miracle. I was there. I wasn't at the game, but just this wild celebration was going on. Uh, watched him, me and Kenny the Mailman, when he was wrestling with TNA at WrestleMania in this auditorium. I was with Kenny the Mailman. Another yeah, him and Jeff Jarrett were very where, close. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just real, real sad. And I spoke to George last night. Uh, I mean, yesterday afternoon, talked to him for a few minutes about it. Just real, real sad, guys. Real personal guy and just... Huge loss to the committee, just, you know, and remember also the time on the wake-up zone where Mark Howard made the comment, I would walk you into the ground and stuff like that, talking about a charity event that they were doing. Guys, I'll get off and uh, let you get to some other callers. Y'all take care, and we'll talk again soon. Hi, Eric. Yeah, uh, with, uh, yeah, I forgot about that. It was 98. The games were at Vanderbilt, and we had a flatbed truck set up in the parking lot of Rio Bravo, and then after the games, Plaster, me, Wycheck would come to every one of the home game ones. And yeah, you don't, you, you, real Bravo was a thing, man. It was a thing. You, but, uh, really good. Right there were, um, oh, crap. Right there on West End, the steakhouse, Stony River. Yeah. That's where, yeah. Okay. That used to be real Bravo, a very popular hangout. Gotcha. Yeah. So where yours, where's your popular hangout? Oh, I don't go Did out. you work this weekend? Did you do anything? And, and I know we don't want to make light of the why you were. No, no. There but, was, but, there, there yeah. were, we weren't on air for sports all but, weekend. Yeah. 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 There was, it was, uh, tornado coverage, obviously, Saturday. Uh, boy, man, Matt and, uh, and Leland and, um, and Henry did a great job all day on Saturday, keeping us track of the tornado warnings and, and all that kind of stuff. Kudos to them. They did an outstanding job. And then we carried that into our early newscast and then, it was kind of an all-hands-on-deck situation, and so we, you know, the decision was made, you know, we're not going to do sports. We're going to stay with the tornado coverage. And then yesterday, we only had one show because of football, and they wanted to, you know, kind of recap everything that happened, the damage, and unfortunately, the loss of life. So uh, we were not on air yesterday, but we, we're going to do a special edition of News Channel 5 at 6.30 tonight. We're going to be live in Miami to preview Titans Dolphins. You can watch the game on News Channel 5. Teresa Walker, 1025. More of your calls as well. Coming up.
1460 AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood, Nashville, 1079 FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first 24-hour sports station. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. ABC News, I'm Sherry Preston. Israeli forces battling Palestinian militants in Gaza's two largest cities with civilians trapped in the fighting. Hundreds of thousands have fled their homes. Tomorrow, the U.N. General Assembly will hold another vote on asking for a ceasefire. A Security Council resolution on that was vetoed by the United States on Friday. Two university presidents still being pressured after testifying last week about campus anti-Semitism. Pressure mounting on Harvard and MIT after the resignation of University of Pennsylvania's president, Liz McGill. And even though calls for the other two university presidents to follow suit are growing, Harvard's newspaper reporting that as of Sunday, more than 500 members of the faculty have signed a petition to the university's corporation opposing any action to remove President Gay. That's ABC Selena Wang. People in Tennessee cleaning up after being slammed by tornadoes over the weekend. Some describe mobile homes landing on one another, roofs ripped from homes in one town, an entire church collapsing. This is ABC News. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-330-1991. That's 1-800-330-1991. Or go to SelectQuote.com. That's 1-800-330-1991. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. WNSR. Fill the halls with shouts of winning. fa la 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 Tis the season to be giving. fa la 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 Instant games to friends and family. fa la 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 Join the joyous cash prize carol. fa la 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 With top prizes up to $500,000, holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery make grand gifts. Find them at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer today. Please play and gift responsibly. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. 
You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow. It is hour number two. Give us a call if you want to. That's fine. Yelp two. It's Bowling Green Talk. Yelp two. Yelp two. Yelp two. Y'all go get something. Y'all go eat something lunch. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> in Pittsburgh, instead of uh, did you eat yet, it's like two words. G-Jet? 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 G-Jet. Make a song get for me. G-Jet? Two games tonight, huh? Only one team above 500. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Packers, Giants, 715 on ABC, 715 Titans, and Dolphins on ESPN. And why News Channel 5. Two, yeah. Why, oh, that's right. News Channel 5. Yeah. Why are there two games? I have no idea. Running concurrently. I uh, The talk was that they were going to flex Titans, Dolphins for Packers, Giants. They're always... People, I know people get frustrated. Like, why Why are these New York teams always on? And, you know, New York's a bad, both New York teams are bad. You know, Chicago's bad. You know, the, the two LA teams are mid. Well, one's bad, the other one's mid. Man, by the way, Brandon Staley, uh, see ya. See ya, bye. Pack your bags. Pack your bags. By the way, though, the Jets beat the crap out yeah, of the Yeah, they did. They did. And, yeah. uh, and, uh, and Stroud got, got concussed in that mm-hmm. game. And, and he's, yeah, so Titans host the uh, Texans next week if you need it. Joe Flacco. Uh, yeah, whooped up on Trevor Lawrence yesterday. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, you know, listen, they're always going to put those major markets in prime time for the for the ratings and the eyeballs, no matter how bad these teams are. So you know, I know a lot of people. Trust me, as a Giants fan, I'm sick of seeing us on prime time because we get embarrassed in front of the <laughs> eyes. Of the, just stick us yeah. at noon central on a on a Sunday and just let us suck quietly. You know what I mean? So anyway, it's Packers and Giants too. You know. Traditional NFL teams, two of the first teams in the league, whatever, this, that, and the third. So I I, I know the original plan was to flex out Titans, uh, Dolphins, but I guess they decided against it, and I said, and then they flexed in Packers-Giants. I don't think that was originally scheduled for a Monday night game. might have been. I don't know. But anyway, uh, yeah, so for whatever reason, we have two two Monday night games starting at simultaneously tonight. So what game are – Peyton and Eli going to do? Are they going to do both, or are they going to just do the one? I think they're doing the ESPN game. They're okay. the ESPN two. Taylor yeah. Lewan will be on uh, that broadcast. Oh, really? At some point. Taylor Lewan tonight. Wow. I'm going to have to flip it over there. Yep. Yeah. Watch that. I'm sure he'll have some interesting things to say. So yeah, that's tonight. Uh, Dolphins are 14 point favorite. Does this? Oh, I mean, went up. It was 13 and a half. Yeah, it's 13 and a half. Well, I've seen 14s across the yeah, board. Yeah, with, with no yeah. Simmons, I mean that that defense is going to have a hard time. 
you know, doing anything, I think. Does this so. seem, feel, I mean, obviously the number's huge by NFL standards. Right. Doesn't it feel like a blowout, though? Yeah, it has that that look. I mean, you know, if Simmons were playing, maybe you give them a chance to maybe slow them down-ish a little bit. But, you know. Everything the the Dolphins do well is what the Titans are absolutely atrocious at. So Jeff Fisher said onside kick. Right. Fake uh, punt. Fake punt and handoff. Yeah, I you think need Derrick Henry to go for a couple. Yeah, hundred. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Derrick Henry would have to uh, rush for about two eighty, <laughs> and you'd need about seven sacks from the defense, a pick six, a punt return yeah. for a touchdown, a scoop and score, and then you probably still lose by a field goal. I mean, Waddle, <laughs> Waddle and Tyree Kill against this secondary. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, they're struggling with guys that you never even heard of. And, I mean, these two of the fastest guys in the league, right? And the Dolphins, they're at home where they play great. And number two, they got a lot to play for because if they win tonight, they take over uh, the one seed in the AFC, currently held by the Baltimore Ravens, who won in spectacular fashion yesterday. Yeah, walk off, right? Yeah, walk, walk off, off punt, punt return. return. I mean, that, that doesn't happen often, does it? No, I mean, you know, usually you see a penalty, you know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we didn't. No flags were thrown. A couple of questionable blocks on that play, but hey, the play stands. And, and you know, nobody's really talking about the Ravens, but they're right there. Titans yeah. went down in the uh, draft order a little bit, uh, of course, with uh, the Jets and Chicago both winning. So the uh, march for J.C. Latham or uh, Marvin Harrison <laughs> Jr. continues. Let me ask you this though: who of the who of the Dolphins beat? I think only one team above 500. What are the Rams? They're above 500? Uh, no. No, the Rams, I think, are a game Patriots, under. Broncos, they obviously that one. The Giants, the Panthers, the Patriots. They do yeah. not have a win over a team above 500. They've lost to the Bills by 28. Uh, they lost to the Eagles by 14. And then the Chiefs, last time out, uh, 21 to 14. So, uh but who, these, who, who, but these yeah. games against bad football teams, yeah. they make teams but, look yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. Blowing and, them out, you know, yeah. that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to beat the bums and hold, you try to hold your own against the right. upper echelon team. But you make a good point, Greg. You know, they're a different team on the road against, you know, another good team. So that's why it's really important for them to get home field. Yeah. If they get home field and you got to go down to Miami and face that speed in about, you know, 75-degree weather, I mean, it's going to be <laughs> tough. You know, right, Patton? Yep. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I just, and their losses have come to the Bills by mm-hmm. 28, mm-hmm. by the Eagles by 14, so that's 42, and then seven. So they've lost, their three losses are become, uh, by a combined uh, 49 points. Yeah. So, so, you're, so you're saying they're Fugazi? No, I just said, I'm just saying, who have they beat? Uh, it and, sounds and, like to me you're saying two things. Number one, the Dolphins are Fugazi, and you're man, guaranteeing Fugazi a Titans. means they're not anything. No, I think you're they're guaranteeing very good a football. Titans win tonight. No, neither one of those. Uh, <laughs> no, you bring up a good point. No, just, I just I'm think just... you know, who they beat. Right. You know, that's all I can go by. But yeah. uh, anyway, uh, what's up with the Lions? I don't know. I mean, what, are they gonna, the Bears going to stick with Justin Fields now? He looked pretty good yesterday, did he not? I mean, the the Lions' defense has just been trashed the last month of the season, quite frankly. And they were pulling games out of their you-know-what with their offense. And you know, on a day where their offense struggled and their defense was playing as poorly as they've been, you saw what they you saw what happened. They got exposed yesterday. So I'm pulling for the Lions, but I'm starting to think they might be a little fugazi. 
And I'm not sure. I mean, Jameer Gibbs is averaging like 15 yards a carry. They, Feed they, him the ball. They don't give him the football. I, yeah, you're right. Feed that guy the ball. Everybody talks about this OC of theirs that he's this hot head coaching candidate. You, Jameer Gibbs is a weapon. He's a two way weapon. You know, he's like a he's like a McCaffrey or a Saquon Barkley. Just give him the ball. They are hell bent on having David Montgomery be RB one over there. Yeah, well, and you drafted a, a running back in the first round. And you're right. not. You're not doing what Atlanta's doing and giving B. John Robinson the football any way you can. By the way, ugly loss, loss for Atlanta. <laughs> and one of my best friends I grew up with, guys, he's a diehard Atlanta Falcons fan. He's he's an Italian guy, born in the Bronx, raised in upset, <laughs> upstate New York. But he you know, he loves the Falcons going back. You remember this, Greg, back to the Barkowski, Alfred Jenkins, William Andrews days. He just loves the Falcons. Him and his wife, they went down. They flew down to Atlanta oh. for the game. They had their their hotel was right across from the Mercedes uh, Benz Stadium. Went there. They were watched the game in person. He was texting me all day talking about this is disgusting. Arthur Smith's got to go. You know he's and, on the hot seat. Yeah, like he three is. years. This is third year yeah. for Arthur Smith. Yeah. yeah, Baker Baker Mayfield leading that last second drive, and then um, yeah, so that was a that was an ugly bad loss, and now. The six and seven Tampa Bay Buccaneers are your are your team in control of the NFC South, if you need it. Bengals, uh, Jake Browning just say the Bengals just blow out the Colts, thirty four to fourteen. So the Bengals are back in the mix at seven six after a couple wins. Uh, Joe Burrow yeah. uh, overrated. Uh, you know they should they should trade him. Stick with Browning. <laughs> just kidding. No, but they're a good Joe team. Joe Burrow, system quarterback. No, no but they're, they, you know, they are, even they are. without Burrow, they're still a good team. Defensively, yeah. that offensive line is solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Browns uh, with the Jags, we talked on that. 31-27, uh, to 27, the Browns win that one. Um, yeah, Lawrence played, but he was terrible. Yeah. Three interceptions. They did, turned the ball over four times. Did he go to the locker room? What Or is that... He did last game. Last he game, played all game. of it yesterday. Yeah, he finished yeah. the game yesterday. Yeah. It was Got remarkable. about 80 times. Yeah, yeah. And then the the uh, Ravens, you talk about the walk-off uh, punt return. Mm-hmm. Ravens are in the number one slot. Let me ask you this. Who's the favorite to win the AFC? Let's just go because it'll be the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Run down through those. But if I'm betting on anybody right now, I think I'm taking the Ravens. I just think. Yeah, they've been the most consistent. Uh, uh, exactly. Offense, defense. Coaching is always solid. Harbaugh probably doesn't get the credit. I mean, the Ravens mm-hmm. have been relevant. His entire tenure, right? They've been kind of like yeah. what the Steelers have been under Tomlin. Like they're competitive every year. They'll have their dip years here and there, but usually they're always in the playoff hunt. Yeah, I, I, I will tell you this right now: the team, uh, two teams you don't want to you don't want to face right now in the AFC. Number one, the Buffalo Bills. They're a different team now that they fired their OC. Josh Allen's a different quarterback. He's playing like the Josh Allen that we're expecting to see week in and week out. And guys, call me crazy. Crazy. Cleveland Browns, Flacco has got them believing. If they can protect him, I mean, he's playing really well right now with their defense. Same type of deal. They're a different defense on the road than they are at home. But I'm telling you, you don't you don't want the Cleveland Browns because they're they're starting to find it right now. And I think the Bills are too. Now the Bills, they got to get in, which is going to be tough for them with their schedule and everything like that. But if they get in. They're going to be a team you don't want to you don't you don't want to see. Flacco had a really yeah. good interview yesterday after mm-hmm. the game, and they asked him why he came back. He goes, "Well, my kids are getting to see me play for really the first time because mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and him yesterday 
said it felt like a five-year-old running up and down. He had three touchdowns yesterday yeah. against the Jack. He played really well. It looks yeah, like he's having fun out yards. there. Yeah. The fans are behind mm-hmm. him. You know, Stefanski finally has that quarterback that can really, really run his offense yep. the way he wants to do it. Nothing against Deshaun Watson. You know, he's had some hard luck these first couple of years. But, you know, listening to the Browns players talk about Flacco yesterday, they believe. And like I said, if they can bring that defense that they play at home on the road, look out. Cowboys last night, and, and happy for Dak because he's been much blind. Whoever's the Cowboys quarterback is going to have high expectations mm-hmm. just because inherent with that position. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's a really good team. Cowboys are good. They I, don't, are, I don't know. They're give, legit. Yeah, give it the, give, who are the favorites to win the Super Bowl right now? I'd say the what? The 49ers? I'd say the 49ers, 49ers? are probably, probably yeah. one, but I would guess that Dallas is probably two or three. Mm-hmm. Dallas is not two or three right now. Uh, it's right now San Francisco, first best odds, pretty good margin, plus 260. and then That's, a, that's good value. A little bit further down, Baltimore Ravens uh, at plus 600. The Dolphins are third favorites at plus 700. Really? The Eagles plus 750. Uh-huh. Uh, even after last night, they're ahead of the Cowboys? Well, it, the Eagles' schedule, even though they lost nah, last yeah, night. Yeah, they got a cake schedule, yeah. and Dallas has a much tougher yeah, schedule the rest of the way. Pretty good favorites. They got to play my division. team twice, so those are two wins. But right now, Eagles, Chiefs, and Cowboys are all plus 750 right now okay. to win the Super Bowl. Gotcha. Who would you take? I'd take the Ravens. Plus, um, six, plus 600? I would think about it. Yeah. You know you know what else I, I, I mused over the weekend? You, oh, you what? I mused. I thought about <laughs> over the weekend. Did you stroke your beard? I did. <laughs> I did. That was part of my evil plan. No, I mused over the weekend that, guys, will never know this, but what if Aaron Rodgers had stayed healthy? The Jets' defense, that is a Super Bowl defense. They made a really good offense and a really good young quarterback Looks, I mean, looks silly. They not well. First of all, they knocked Stroud out of the game, but before then, that offense did absolutely nothing yesterday. I think they had 135 yards total offense. I want to say that Jets defense. What a wasted season this has been with Rodgers getting hurt and Zach Wilson and Trevor Simeon and Timmy Boyle all being so bad. Although Wilson played well yesterday, go and figure. You know, had Rodgers been healthy all season, where would the Jets be with that defense and Rodgers? You know, basically being your starting quarterback and offensive coordinator. So, you know, they, they everything you hear is that Rodgers is definitely coming back next year, so they're going to try to run it back, and Salah's job is safe uh, because this is a mulligan year. But, uh, yeah, a lot of, lot of what-ifs. I, I don't know if the Jets wouldn't be right at or near the top of the AFC I agree. had Rodgers not got hurt four plays into the opener. Well, the Texans were exposed, too, a little bit. So yeah, and the Colts as well. I think they yeah. they've sort of hit a wall in my mind. Those two teams. You're only going to go so far with Gardner Minshew, you know. Like I said, he's the poor man's Baker Mayfield. He's spazzy. He's he's capable of playing good ball, but he's not always super consistent. And you know, it is what it is. But he, but all all in all, I think Steichen's done a great job with that team this year. This is year one for him, correct? Mm-hmm. With a rookie quarterback who gets hurt, and now you got to go to a you know kind of a journeyman veteran. For them to be this deep in the season in the playoff hunt, well in the playoff hunt, that's 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 pretty remarkable what they're doing in Indy. Because we thought this was we thought Indy and, and Houston were going to be like two or three win teams, and you know they're they're uh, they're you know they're scrapping for the playoffs. 
Well, let's take a break. Uh, we'll uh, revisit uh, the uh, passing of Frank Wycheck with uh, Teresa Walker. Uh, she was here from the very beginning when the team moved here and, and covered Frank. So we'll talk to that coming up right here on National Sports Radio. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Granger presents the ones who get it done as the college football season progresses. The excitement continues to grow with packed stadiums and cheering crowds. Each team still dreams of winning the college football national championship, but come January 1st, only four teams will remain in contention. The question is, will Georgia be one of the four and can they pull off another championship for a three-peat? Only time will tell. The ones who get it done has been sponsored by Granger. Call, click Granger.com or just stop on by. Say, for the ones who get it done, Granger is offering high-quality supplies and solutions for every single industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and the experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. So, call, click Granger.com or just stop on by. Granger.com. And now, Tennessee Heat and Air is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Tennessee Heat and Air. For all your residential or commercial heating and air repairs, maintenance, and installations, give the pros a call today at 615-856-3610. 615-856-3610. That's Tennessee Heat and Air. Going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. This is the Greg Fogue and John Burton Show. I'm not surprised, and I think Kevin Byer gets it. Producer Debbie is the, not happy. The, well, she shouldn't be when they ran off Jeff Fisher. That No one was happy about that because everybody loved him. It, it was all business. He's due $14 million next year, okay? Not going to be on the roster next year. Get something for him. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. One is in great shape. The other is, well, a shape. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show.
great folks. John Burton Show presented by Omni Nashville Hotel, Pat and Cook, and uh, the Strike Bear Family Fun Center Studio. Uh, Friday morning, uh, commitments. Pat and what? The festivities start Thursday night when everybody checks in down at the Omni Hotel, then commitments and bar lines. Six until eleven. Are you going to be down there? Are you going to be here? Uh, Don't know yet. I'll be texting Adam here to get my uh, marching orders. Get your, orders get your instructions. Yeah, you're, I'm. Uh, you're pulling for the buffet. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Teresa Walker, Associated Press at Teresa M Walker on Twitter X. Hello, Teresa. Good morning, T. Good morning, guys. How are we doing? Today? Doing all right. Just awful news with yeah. uh, the passing of Frank Whitecheck. And I know you and I were around from the beginning down when they, well, hell, I was down in Houston that whole year. And just a, he was the face in a lot of ways of this move and this franchise and off the field as much of, of an impact as he was on it. Well, that's the thing. I mean, gutting, actually. I mean, uh, you know, couple of my friends, you know, shared my story or commented on it on Facebook yesterday. And it's like, these never get easier, okay? I covered Steve McNair's death, Rob Baronis, uh, Floyd Reese, Mike Heimerdinger. But, but this one, I think, sadly, all of us who covered uh, Frank and, and knew about his issues, his, and, and he talked about, you know, believing he had CTE, kind of knew this was coming. And in the journalism business, we do what we call obit preparedness, to be ready. I couldn't bring myself to do this because, you know, Frank was the guy that, you know, you could go to as a journalist. We call them go-to guys. Uh, he taught practices, games, wins, losses, didn't matter. He was available, and he would give you, as, as you know, to the best of his ability, you know, the uh, great answers. I mean, I, I, you know, I almost quoted him too much because between him, Steve, and Eddie, I mean, those were the three guys, especially after Aldo Greco retired, that it was just easy to go to him because you knew what you were going to get. And Frank was just, he was a great person, too. Um, but you could see the toll. I mean, that last season, he, you know, the fact that uh, he – you know, he had two concussions in a month, mm. and he came back because, you know, and I talked to him when uh, a couple years later, uh, 2014, I think it was, when Wes Welker was trying to come back and play with the Broncos, and I think, you know, that they had Peyton Manning and chasing that ring and that desire, trying to just fight through something and, and you know, knowing that there's probably a price to be paid because, at that time, we, we, we knew so much more then than we knew in the 90s, uh, and we've gained so much more knowledge about what concussions do to the brain. That And, and you know, he talked to me about it. And it, it, it's like I saved some of those quotes, guys, because it, it, I knew that I would need them someday. And But to hear, read that release yesterday, you know, from Teresa Hallbrooks and her company, who you know, she used to work for the Titans, it, 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 it was a gut punch. Uh, you know, the news that I never wanted to truly hear. Yeah, T, uh, just, you know, we were talking, we've been talking all morning just about how, you know, and we had Coach Fisher on last hour and he was talking about just how he really embraced being not only a go-to guy for the media, but a go-to guy for the fans. I, he, he seemed to, I wasn't here to cover him, but it seemed like he took a lot of pride in being one of the faces of this franchise, especially when they made the move from, you know, Texas to here. Well, think about this. He was a sixth round pick out of Maryland and, you know, Washington, you know, let him go. The Titans picked him up off of waivers and he becomes 
a face of a franchise. You know, he wasn't the face, but for so many fans he was because he was that, I mean, you know, Steve McNair was, you know, the number three pick overall in the, in the draft. And he was a Heisman Trophy finalist out of Alcorn State. You knew about him. I mean, you know, before this team ever relocated to Tennessee, you knew of him. Uh, Eddie George, you know, was also a Heisman candidate. Played at Ohio, the Ohio State University. Played again. His last college game was against the Tennessee Volunteers. You know, so people knew about Eddie. Frank Wycheck was, you know, a guy that was like he picked up his lunch pail and his hard hat and went to work. And, you know, and, and that kind of blue collar approach you know he connected with people uh, on on a personal basis and then he goes on and after his career and is doing the color commentary for games for so long you know he had the morning show and you know so you know he was talking with people and you know when when you hear somebody like that you know whether it's on radio or tv and or you've seen them you connect with them. So he felt like, you know, for, and yes, he signed so many autographs for so many people that you feel like they're family in a way. So, you know, he was absolutely that person that, you know, Steve McNair, you know, he seemed like Superman because he played through so many injuries. Eddie George was mm-hmm. just, you know, kind of, uh, you know, he, he was he, Superman. <laughs> yes. And, 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 but Frank Wycheck, as amazing as he was with a perfect passer rating, let's not forget mm-hmm. that the man who, and, 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 and I'm just going to say, there was somebody who, who came back at me on social media yesterday taking issue with my headline because I went with the man who threw the lateral in the Music City Miracle. Uh, guys, when, when the NFL celebrated its 100-year anniversary, that was the number four greatest play of those first 100 years. Crazy me, I went with that. He thought I should just simply say Titans great in my headline. And, you oh, know, geez. I... I Sorry, I disagree with you. We everybody in Tennessee knows he was a Titans great. For the rest of the world and the rest of the country, the Music City Miracle is what Frank Wycheck will be remembered for most. Yeah, I mean, whoever whoever, you know, gave gave you crap on social media for that needs to get a life and get out of his parents' basement. It's probably Jeff in the borough. But anyway, <laughs> um yeah, uh, certainly, certainly sad, sad news. Uh, the awkward transition. There is a game tonight. Titans in Miami uh, to play the Dolphins. Tennessee about a two touchdown underdog in this one. If there is a path to victory tonight for the Titans, what would it be in your mind, Teresa? Playing keep away. Uh, they ran for 177 yards last week in overtime. And that was with Derrick Henry leading the field with about ten and a half minutes left in in, in regulation uh, for the evaluation of a, a potential concussion. And they still ran for 177 yards. Yes, I know it was overtime, and they held, but they held the ball for almost 39 minutes. They have to keep the ball away from that team. That that drive a couple weeks ago where they held the ball for nine minutes and 36 seconds. Do that. Stay on the field which has been a massive issue, especially coming out of halftime. If they can fix that problem tonight and just simply take the ball away from Tua, don't give him a chance to throw it deep to the cheetah, that's your best opportunity because you don't have Jeff Simmons. Uh, Tierra Tart is questionable. Christian Fulton was ruled out for this game. You've got a new punter. Oh, my God. You've got a new special teams coach in Tom Quinn. He's been with the team, so he knows the players. He knows the issues. Uh, he's done this before in the league for a long time with the New York Giants, survived four head coaches there. But if, if Will Levis and this team can simply find a way to, I mean, 
And this is what Steve and Eddie and Frank specialized at so very much in 99 and 2000. Was It's almost like a boa constrictor, taking the ball, keeping it on offense, and squeezing the life out of the other team. And, yes, uh, there's some fans right now, you know, kind of twitching because they're thinking back to 13-10 games uh, that were often played, but it can be an effective way. And against a team that puts up points the way the Dolphins do, it's their best and probably only chance to win this game because, let's face it, the defense just has struggled to get the ball taken away from the other team this year. So they're near the bottom in takeaways of the league. So keep the ball. Don't let them have it. You look at this team, though, you you play it out. I mean, I guess they're mathematically still alive. Common sense says, shut up with that. Uh, you know, <laughs> But where this team is, though, what will this finish be? Well, they got four more games, right? Uh, yeah, after yeah. tonight. Yeah, after tonight. Sounds right. Yeah, yeah, this, uh, yeah this is game number 13 for them, right? Yeah, yeah they're, so yeah, what, they're four and eight. So. What, what will it take to feel good about this season as we close it, the last month? See what these rookies can do. I mean, the, the yeah. rookie class is playing, contributing, um, and 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 yes, you do want to see them learn, try to win some games here. Okay, so for the people, and, and you talk about you know talk about being on life support essentially. Uh, the uh, New England Patriots in the AFC were eliminated yesterday. Uh, the Titans can see that from where they're at because literally they're the last AFC team alive right now at fifteenth. So at four and eight, uh, you know, they lose tonight, then we might get the eliminated here in the next 24 hours. But this is a young group. Uh, Rand Carthon's first draft class, Will Levis, uh, you know, Jalen Duncan at left tackle, Peter Skaronsky at left guard. You know, these players uh, are getting a lot of playing experience. I mean, my God, on offense, they've had more snaps since Will Levis took over as the starter uh for the rookies on offense alone than any other team in the league. So they're getting playing experience, but you know, win. You know, do some things. We saw Will Levis drive them down the field for the touchdown in the fourth quarter. And if not for the missed extra point, that might have been a winning drive in the fourth quarter for a rookie quarterback. He drove them down the field again uh in overtime to set up a forty six yard field goal. So see them doing those things. You know, putting themselves in position, even if they don't win, making plays, uh, trying to see improvement week to week. Those are the things you want to be seeing because what we do know is once the season is over, Rand Carthon and Mike Brable can then get to work because they're going to have resources. Okay. You know, the reports are that the cap this next year could be $240 million. The Titans are right there at the top in cap space as it is to go shopping and fill some of their needs. They're going to, you know, the Kevin Byard trade. I know that people hated it. Uh, and, and, and shout out to the Byard uh, Legacy Foundation for, you know, putting out. They're trying to help the uh, tornado victims here in Middle Tennessee as we speak. Um, but that brought back more draft capital so that they have more ammunition to fill the many, many holes in this roster. Uh, Tennessee basketball, nice win over Illinois over the weekend. They finally beat a ranked team. How important, I know it's early, but how important is that, uh, win for, you know, polishing the profile uh, of, uh, of Tennessee basketball at this point in the season in your mind? Well, JB, it was huge because, you know, the people see record and that's what they focus on. They don't notice the fact that two of the losses were in Maui on back-to-back days to teams that were ranked in the top five. 
okay? Uh, they don't notice that the loss to, well, North Carolina was on the road in North Carolina, and a team that is now, at least last week, I'm waiting for the new poll to see where they're at now, but they were number nine in the country. So those three losses, top ten, top nine teams in the country, okay? Um, and so to get a chance to finally play a ranked team on their home court uh, had to be a huge confidence booster. Uh, and, and the talk coming out of that game was, you know, that, that they can be better. And the best thing about these games is that it has shown – that they can improve, that they can get better, and they can do, they can be everything that they need to be uh, come March. These games, you know, the loss, one loss record doesn't matter so much as the lessons learned by Rick Barnes and his, and more importantly, that roster on what to do in crunch situations. And Dalton Connect, we, we saw Santiago Vescovi look more like, you know, the guy that, you know, we were expecting. Um, uh, and, and they need so desperately. Uh, so, you know, Dalton Connect, I tell you, where in the world did he come from? Yeah, he's, a he's guy been great. Shown that he, he's shown that he wants the ball and will go finish. Huge, huge key for them. So that's the thing that they need to be doing right now. And, and, and guys, crazy as it seems, we're a couple of weeks away from starting SEC play. Well, first off, the losses haven't hurt Tennessee at all. I, I mean, they. I looking right now this morning, the NCAA net, they're tenth in the country, uh, and that is still the best among all SEC teams. Alabama <laughs> is eleven, and you look at the teams they've lost to. Right, Purdue is four, all the way through Syracuse is up there as well. So yeah, I, the, those these aren't like losing to Grambling at home. Okay, or Presbyterian. Just leave it at that. Uh, very, 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 very true. So, <laughs> um, yes, and, and 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 which is interesting because you know Memphis uh, came off a big road win against a ranked A and M team, and they've been receiving votes. I'm uh, I'm going to be waiting for the men's top twenty five to come out also to see do they move up, and that's a team that because of the uh, conference, the American Athletic Conference, they need these non conference uh, victories. Well, Vanderbilt probably going to Memphis later this month is not going to be quite what it was, but they do have Clemson and Virginia, I think Virginia, coming in. So it's going to be very interesting. The state of basketball in this state is looking good, but it usually does. And But for the Vols, I mean, let's face it, Josiah Jordan-James, Vescovy both came back. Why? Because they wanted to try and help Tennessee do something that has never been done. Mm. And, and, and we know what that is. They've never gotten to a Final Four. And, you know, shoot, getting past the, the, the Sweet 16 at this point would be a nice step in the right direction. Well, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Middle Tennessee hiring Derek Mason? Great move. I mean, shoot, did you see how active he was this weekend? I mean, yeah. you know, he was at the Christmas parade, high-fiving kids. Uh, you know, he spoke at the basketball game that was, you know, delayed. They had to take cover from the tornadoes Saturday night. Uh, so, you know, he, he, he's out there working. And, you know, Derek Mason is a great guy. He's a known quantity in this market as well. Um, and, you know, he's used to working with not the best resources. So I think he's probably a, but while competing at the top level. So I think that is a great combination for Middle Tennessee. And I'm curious to see what he does. Uh, you know, since he left Vanderbilt or was fired by Vanderbilt, you know, the, you know, the, the portal has become something that's new. NIL is, is, is new in the world. So, uh, how does he handle that? 
and at that level in Conference USA is going to be a question. But the man can coach. We know that. He is very charismatic. And, you know, that's something that, you know, after 18 years with Rick Stock, still no offense, love Coach Stock, but, you know, sometimes change can be good. Teresa, thank you. Well You're done. Welcome. Well yeah. done. What are your better we, segments? We spanned the globe yeah, in, I mean, in this good, segment you know, this, this yeah. week, man. We, we went all around the place. Well, we try, and, uh, you know, because that's what we do. Uh, you know, I, I, this is why you have me on. I work for an organization where we literally cover everything and the world. <laughs> Spanning the globe to bring you the constant yes. variety of sports. Thank you, Teresa. Thanks, T. Have a great day. Thanks, guys. I was trying to find where Vanderbilt's net is, and I, are they not even ranked? Uh, I mean, <laughs> and now I'm looking at the net. Yeah, Tennessee, these three losses don't hurt them at all. Yeah. As of yeah. this morning, they're 10th uh, in the NCAA net, and that's the highest of any uh, SEC team. Alabama is 11. Mm-hmm. Um, Auburn is 22. Texas A&M is 23. South Carolina is 29. Mississippi State is 30. Kentucky, 39. Talking to Memphis, 40. Florida, 43. During the commercial break, I'm going to try to five Andy. A 61 Ole Miss. Mm. Yeah, coming in, Texas will be 63. Weren't they in like the 240s at last count? What? Where was the last time I looked at it? It was like 284. Oh, no wonder I had to Oh, wow. I need to start at the bottom and work my yeah. way up. Yeah. Uh, what did you say? 284 was our last. How many teams yeah. in Division One men's uh, basketball? Like 300 They something? had the worst Power 5 uh, net ranking in the country. In the country. Wow. 362. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, right on. Hmm. I, that's why I couldn't find Vanderbilt. Uh, they weren't there. I'll look it up. They may, they're, they're not even, they don't even rank them anymore. All right, we'll take a break. Call 615-844-5600. Hmm. This is something I wish I'd known. Many people who live in Tennessee are eligible for help paying for healthy food for pregnant and new moms, their babies, and young children, but don't realize it. Family income can be higher than you think. There's a website called TennesseeMeals.com for more information. Assistance for healthy food for expectant moms and young children. This information I need to share. TennesseeMeals.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Justice Center, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters, and the state. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much. By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. 
Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Callaway Paradigm Woods, forged carbon for unparalleled distance and forgiveness. Now up to $100 off. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series laser rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at WorldWideGolf.com. It's a Bill King Show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature, during the playing portion, do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Go ahead and swipe left. We understand. You know, I was looking at the NCAA net. Uh, thanks, Clay. And I found them. Uh, Vanderbilt 279 in the NCAA net today. That is the... Well, there's only three teams in the 200s. Uh, and Vandy at 279 is the worst of the Power Fives rankings. Uh, Louisville, man, how far have they fallen? 275 right now. And hmm. in the Pac-12, there's one other team in the 200s, and that's it for Power Fives. Everybody in the at least one through 200. Mm-hmm. Except Vandy, Louisville, and one other Pac-12 team, I think. Somebody. So... When, when does Vandy get back into it? I, I know I'm asking that. The 16th. Yeah. They play uh, Texas Tech? Yep. Texas Tech on the 16th. So is that here? No, that's down there, that's, right? That's, in, in, that's L- in Lubbock, Lubbock, Texas. Lubbock, Lubbock, Lubbock. The home of? The Red Raiders. And? Um, I don't know. Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly. I mean, hey. From Lubbock, Texas? Lubbock, really? Lubbock, Texas. You sure? Google it. I believe you. I'll bet you a dollar. I'll give you a dollar. <laughs> I could use it. <laughs> so uh, you did mention the Predators last night. Good win. Uh, well, you mentioned with the Predators, but the Preds. Uh, uh, two to one win last night over the Canadiens. Colton Sissons with two goals. Soros, 36 saves. Um, uh, Soros um, is 12-10-0. So out of what? Of a potential... Um, What's that, 22, 24, 22, 44 points. He's gotten 24. And, 
And listen, there was a lot of talk during the off season that, you know, if this, if this re whatever we're calling it, rebuild, retool, you know, restart for the Preds, you know, finds them really, really on the outside looking in of, uh, of the playoffs around trade time that maybe Soros would be a trade candidate. He's a quality goaltender. He's not making a lot of money. You know, he hasn't cashed in on his, on, on a big free agent deal yet. But uh, you know, as long as the Preds keep hanging around, they're gonna they're gonna stick with him, I would guess. And uh, I'm sure in year one of this new regime with new head coach and new general manager, you know, the Predators would love to get into the playoffs and really, really give the fan base something to feel positive about going forward. So as long as they're you know within striking distance of a playoff spot, you know, sniffing it, as Rich Eisen likes to say. I would imagine Soros will will uh, remain on this roster, but if not, you can get a lot for him, you know, and really, really help, you know, kickstart that rebuild. Colton Sissons, we were talking about that, yeah. Um, just his longevity with this team. Um, don't know how it ranks. He's it's his tenth year. Uh-huh. Uh, Philip Forsberg has got twelve. Twelve. I thought Forsberg. Maybe Yossi little, has thirteen. Lo, Yossi thirteen. So Yossi's Yossi. the most tenured. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank but you. Sissons is right there, man. Yep. You know, he's he's you know he's survived coaching changes, regime changes, everything like that. He's 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 really having a solid year this year. You mentioned two goals last night, but even before then, you know, he's been playing really really solid. I'm looking here. He had um, he's got nine goals with the two yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. He's got nine. He had twelve last year, and then in twenty. 20- 18, 19, he had 15. That was a career high. So, I mean, yeah, he's tracking for a career season, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, how many games are they in right now? They are 28 games in, and he's at nine. So, yeah, about a third of the season, something like that. Close. Yeah, yeah he's tracking for maybe 20. I know. That'd be great for him. That'd be great for the Preds, too. 20-goal season out of a career kind of a grinder, you know, like Sissons yeah. has been. Second yeah. round draft pick, though. I mean, in uh, yeah. 2012, 50th overall, mm-hmm. uh, the 20th pick of the second round. So there was some expectation for him coming in, but he's just been that role player in the middle, center, yep. a solid center yep. all the way through. Yep. So, guy you can depend on. He's going to show up every night. He's going to play his butt off, and you know now he's, you know now he's finding finding the back of the net. So good for him. Thirty years old. Yeah, Colton Sissons. Wow. All right, we'll take a break. Be back to wrap this thing up in just a few. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Bob's Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet 
of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob's Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob's Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star. Visit jacksonboonracing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I believe this franchise right now, unfortunately, is paying for the sins of a lot of bad draft picks and, and bad sign. You can only dodge that for so long. Would you think about going back-to-back years with your first-round pick and get nothing Nothing. That's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. It's just this. the Farland Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, where the only adult in the room just graduated from college. Got a few more moments, and then we're eighty-eight alligator audios, Zeus. So, Channel Five tonight. Big, 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 big. Big. Big production. Yeah, special edition of News Channel 5 at 6.30, live from Miami, previewing Titans-Dolphins, and then uh, we'll have the game for you on News Channel 5, and then uh, post-game coverage afterwards. So uh, Steve's down in Miami. Steve and Brian are down or on their way to Miami, so they'll be live uh, from whatever the name of the stadium is uh, tonight. And Hard then, Rock uh, Cafe, isn't it? It's yep. a Hard Rock. Is it still Hard, Hard Rock? Rock? Hard yeah, Rock Stadium. Hard Rock, I think, yep. yeah. Which yeah. is in Miami Gardens, not in Miami. I uh, I actually saw uh, WrestleMania there when John Cena faced The Rock. Well, New York Giants play in Newark or wherever the Middle East Rutherford, is, whatever. It's not it's New six York. Mi- six miles from Midtown Manhattan. So sir. what? It's in it's, New Jersey. It's in the New York metropolitan My, area. Miami Gardens is in the metropolitan area. Okay, I wasn't trying to start yeah, an yeah, argument. You would, just, yeah, you do. You do all the time. You want to fight? <laughs> No, we got five more minutes. Nah, it's not worth it. All right, I'll fight you tomorrow. Uh, but anyway, I yeah, I watched uh, WrestleMania there when John Cena faced The Rock. That was a 
That was an incredible atmosphere there. It's a beautiful stadium. It's held up well over the years. Were you down there for the seven and a half? I was. One? Yes, yeah. I was oh, there. Lord. Mike Vrabel's the longest game in NFL. Mike Vrabel's first regular season game yeah. wound up being a loss to the Dolphins, but there were yeah there were long, long, long uh, weather delays. Uh, the game started at noon Central Time. It got over I think around six thirty, something like that. It, you know, it went from a went from an early window game to a late window game. Yeah, they, yeah, I think it's longer than like seven. I thought it was over seven. Last yeah, time. it was. It was, yeah. took a long time. The press box ran out of food, and you know, oh my god, yeah. I would have left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a long day. Or gone to the concession stand. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Just about anything that could have went wrong in that game went wrong. Yeah, Derrick Henry had a touchdown run called back because of penalty. Lawan got hurt. Delaney got hurt. Right. Yep. Lawan knocked out. Uh, Taylor Lawan, or Lawan got knocked out, and Delaney yeah. Walker uh, ripped his uh, ankle. Apart. Yeah, destroyed his ankle. Yeah, that was rough. The uh, longest, yeah, it was uh, the longest game since the merger in seventy mm-hmm. seven hours and ten minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you were on Eastern time. Yeah, exactly. And, and it. And I was I was traveling with Coos, yeah. and he was got he was so nervous. He just he you know I'm like Coos, you got to calm down, man. We'll we'll be fine. The next closest one is like an hour and 22 minutes uh, shorter. Uh, yeah. The Dolphins and the Chiefs in 71 uh, played for uh, 82 minutes and 40 seconds less than that. So do the math. That's an hour and 22 seconds. So that was under six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it blew it out. Yesterday's Browns-Jaguars game took a long time. Yeah. That got uh, that game got done like well after three thirty, I think. Mm-mm-mm. So give me a final score tonight. Let's go around the room, Patton. Dolphins thirty five, Titans seven. Thirty. <laughs> All right, Patton. Uh, I'll go Dolphins thirty one, Titans ten. You gonna wolfie it? Yeah, go just for the hell of it. Go ahead. <laughs> just for the hell of it. I'm, I'm not picking them to win. I'm gonna go twenty-seven. You picked them to cover though 20, on Friday. Twenty-seven to fourteen Dolphins. That means they would cover. Correct. Twenty-seven to fourteen Dolphins. Because that get that covers you for either thirteen or and, and a half, half or, or 14. fourteen. Right. Yeah. So okay. twenty-seven fourteen. My only worry is, is the Dolphins have absolutely zero mercy when they're up. About three or four. Well, they, 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 they don't know how to play they any just, other speed, they, they, right? They, they right. Yeah, they right. keep going. Yeah, I don't think McDaniel's doing that to be a blank. I think that's just you know that's just how they how they roll. Yep. Right. And they'll run the football, and they've got that Achain or however you pronounce yeah. his name. Achan. He was literally the fastest player in the NFL. Right. Um, he's faster than the Cheetah, and he's yep. faster than Waddle. Yep. And by the way, Mostert for a guy that's like thirty <laughs> years old, he's pretty damn fast yep. too. He could he could run. The total's forty six and a half. So they think the Titans will score it with that, right? If they're going to put, you think one team in the thirty range yeah. is usually the peak of scoring in the NFL, although unless it's seventy, <laughs> like the <laughs> Dolphins put on the Broncos, that, yeah. won't, that won't happen today. Broncos are better than they were then. Um, yeah, yeah, if they played again, maybe maybe Miami wins, but it ain't, they ain't going to put up seventy. Darren McFarland, the McFarlands. Um, uh, the Dolphins will have 27 by halftime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
he's pro- he's yeah. probably on the right track there. But yeah. they'll they'll talk more well, about then, it today. At then if they go by my numbers, they'll be shut out in the second half. <laughs> right there, you go. Right, yeah, yeah. So and then you know uh, the the Titans will get a couple field goals and then an onside kick and then they'll get a cheap backdoor touchdown. Another touchdown pass to Jeffrey Simmons mm-hmm. with about ten seconds left in the game. McFarland's uh, from two to four this afternoon. They welcome your phone calls and they mean it. They do mean it. I think we got Grizzlies Mavericks tonight. Am I hearing that correctly? We do. Countdown to Jaws return. We're in single digits. All right. Hang in there. Grizz. What have they won? Yeah, hang in there. They're done already. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. They're they, cooked. Like six. What are they? Six and 20? Yeah, Something like that? They're bad. Yeah, Mavs, They're not Grizzlies. as bad as the Pistons, but they're bad. Six and 15 right now. Yeah, yeah six yeah, and yeah. 15. Yeah. Third worst in the West. Mm. Uh, 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock, that tip with the Mavericks and the Grizzlies. 6.30, Channel 5, right? Yes. Pre-game show previewing Titans, Dolphins. Then we have the game for you in News Channel 5. All right, everybody, thank you for listening. Jim Rome is next.